Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Binance wants to open crypto exchanges on every continent. Good evening. I'm Bailey Reitzel, and this is Late Confirmation from Coindesk, bringing you the top stories from September 19th, 2018. R3 believes the reckoning day has begun for enterprise blockchain. And another banking giant, PNC, has adopted Ripple's technology for cross-border payments. At the end of the show, Coindesk editor Stan Higgins will talk about a new report on cryptocurrency trading platforms released by the New York Office of the Attorney General. But first, a word from our sponsor. Master financial technology online with the 10-week Oxford FinTech program. Interacting with an international cohort of business leaders and over 60 guest experts, you'll gain a practical introduction to key financial technologies and their business applications. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. Binance, the crypto exchange which reported $150 million worth of profit in the second quarter this year, is planning to open cryptocurrency exchanges all over the world. During Coindesk Consensus Conference in Singapore today, Binance founder and CEO Zhao Chenpin said he wants the company to launch five to ten fiat-to-crypto exchanges over the next year, and ideally with two exchanges per continent. Binance is eyeing smaller countries right now, like Malta, where it's easier to approach local bureaucrats and get response from them, he told Coindesk. A couple R3 employees say the enterprise blockchain space can't house everyone currently in it today. Speaking with Coindesk last week during R3's Corticon event in London, R3 CTO Richard Gindel Brown and lead platform engineer Mike Hearn said the industry will soon see consolidation. While there's only three real big players, R3, Hyperledger, and the Enterprise Ethereum Alliance, according to Hearn, he's not sure about Ethereum's future. He questions the developer's intention to, quote, rewrite everything from scratch, end quote, as it relates to the protocol's upcoming move to a proof-of-stake algorithm. Yet R3 has also evolved some over the years. Despite R3's reputation as the organization that's interested in the technology and not the currency, R3 co-founder Todd McDonald will now focus on tokenizing activity of all stripes, from decentralized governance tokens on Cordite to collateral lending via HQLAX. Next up, PNC, one of the largest banks by assets in the U.S., has started using Ripple technology. The bank's Treasury Management Division will begin accepting cross-border transactions using Ripple's X-Current product. 
PNC has already successfully concluded a pilot phase and proof of concept for the payment rail and is now starting to use the system in the real world. Ripple also announced Wednesday that it now has clients in 40 countries across six different continents, including parts of East and Southeast Asia, Africa, Europe, and South America. And now we'll speak to Coindesk editor Stan Higgins about a newly released report from the New York Attorney General's office following an inquiry into the world's biggest cryptocurrency exchanges. Stan, what's the backstory on this report? Uh, Sure. So as Coindesk reported previously back in April, uh, the New York Attorney's General office launched uh, what it called a voluntary inquiry into some of the uh, major crypto exchange trading sites. And we're talking about Coinbase, Kraken, Bitfinex, Binance, all of the big ones. Um, so, you know, over the course of the last few months, uh, these exchanges have been responding to, you know, a number of questions about, um, you know, how they conduct KYC, you know, how they monitor for manipulation, pretty much how they run their businesses. So what happened yesterday was that the Attorney General's office finally released its findings. Um, some pretty notable stuff in that report, uh, the Virtual Markets Integrity Initiative. Um, probably the most consequential thing that they said uh, was that, you know, based on their responses that they received, you know, most of these exchanges conceded that they don't have a lot of stuff in place to monitor manipulation on their exchanges. Um, You know, I think in a couple of cases, they basically said, you know, we can look at what's happening on our exchange, but we don't really have the tools in place to monitor what's happening in the wider ecosystem. Uh, They did note that exchanges like Gemini are working to actually gain this ability. um, And that, you know, I think there's one quote here, some platforms do appear to be taking steps to improve surveillance. So the attorney general's office did acknowledge that like there is work happening here, but in their view, there's not enough happening. So is what's going to happen to the exchanges that they found to be sort of out of line with their regulations? Sure. So um, there were a couple of exchanges that didn't respond to, uh, you know, to the review. These are Binance, uh, Huobi, Kraken, and Gate.io. Um you know, I'd say probably most consequentially is that, you know, of that list, uh, Binance, Gate.io, and Kraken have actually been referred to uh, the Department of Financial Services uh, following a look at whether they were actually operating in New York or not. Um, it remains to be clear, it remains to be seen what the NYDFS will actually do in this regard. Um, but that might be the most, maybe uh, the biggest implication of the report is that, you know, several of these exchanges could find themselves on the receiving end of some regulatory scrutiny um, following that review. Okay. And how about that call out of Kraken? Sure. Uh, you know, so for the listeners who aren't aware of the backstory here, so when the NYAG announced their inquiry back in April, um, Kraken CEO Jesse Powell, uh, you know, definitely uh, did not respond positively to uh you know, to that that call out. Um, so in, in the report yesterday, uh, there was a specific mention um, of Kraken in that report. And, you know, in the hours afterward, uh, sorry, uh, later on today, um, you know, Jesse responded on Twitter and uh, quote, New York is that abusive controlling X you broke up with three years ago, but they keep stalking you, throwing shade on your new relationships, unable to accept that you have happily moved on and are better off without them. Hashtag get over it. Wow, what what a tweet. 
Yeah, um, you know, I think that the you know the implication here is that there is still um, quite a bit of consternation over, uh, I guess, the the progress of digital currency regulation in New York. You know, the bid license, a a long controversial uh, regulatory regime in New York um, that you know, as CoinDesk has reported previously, is being looked at by some state officials, some lawmakers. Whether or not the bid license is subject to revision remains to be seen. I think there is certainly an appetite um, among some stakeholders. To, to do that. Um, but whether the New York Attorney General's report from yesterday moves a needle on that remains to be seen. Cool. Thanks so much for coming on, Stan. No, thanks for having me. Late Confirmation is brought to you by Oxford University's Said Business School. You can now study fintech entirely online with Oxford University's Said Business School. The 10-week program gives you the tools you need to build the future of transactions and commerce. You'll explore emerging technologies that will disrupt marketplaces and financial services, and examine the state of the industry and plan disruptive intra- and entrepreneurial interventions. Throughout the program, you'll be exposed to key ideas, principles, and frameworks from CEOs of leading startups, corporate leaders, and instructional leaders at the forefront of research in the space of future commerce and transactions. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out Coindesk.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Coindesk. And if you're looking specifically for me, I'm at BLR13 on Twitter. Plus, if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. For Coindesk, I'm Bailey Reitzel, and this has been Late Confirmation. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.